Hey everybody, welcome to episode 27 of the ZI Podcast. Thanks again to Husky by the Geek for that opening song. If you have your own theme song submissions, topics, or anything of that nature, be sure to th- send those to us at zeldainformerpodcast at gmail.com. That's zeldainformerpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks to those of you who sent in topics this week. Uh, once again, uh, I am your host, as always, Adam. And this week I'm joined by... Hey guys, it's who your wacky boy, Chris. Oh, ho, I'm here uh, just chilling on the spot. That was so uncasual. But so uh, determined to be casual. So necessary. I guess so, yeah. <laughs> well, I guess I'm not I'm not topping that introduction or anything, but uh, hey, it's your favorite angry boy. It's Caleb. Uh, he, he's back for more pain. <laughs> Welcome back, Caleb. Thanks for joining us. Thanks. Thanks. And last but not least. Hi, I'm Porter, uh, also known as Esquire Bob. I make uh, 3D animations on the YouTube. Oh, Oh, that's the guy. Ah. That's that guy that does the I've always wanted to ask you a question. I like Game Grumps. I've seen this thing. (laughs) I do other stuff too, but don't worry about it. (laughs) Don't even. He does this thing called Cutman, guys. Go watch it. Oh, yeah. Um, But the, uh, just to give you a brief rundown of the news for this week, uh, Majora's Mask 3D is now the fastest selling Legend of Zelda handheld in U.S. history. Krispy Kreme has started selling a donut hot dog. A Zelda fan has recreated The Legend of Zelda in Minecraft with all the programming. Uh, Codename Steam got a 75 out of 100 rating on Metacritic. Frozen is getting a sequel because Disney can't let it go. Uh, The online game review series Zero Punctuation gave Majora's Mask a positive review. Smash Fight artist Artsy uh, Omni created a Shovel Knight video. Nathan Fillion and Alan Tudyk of the cult TV show Firefly are using Indiegogo to fund their new comedy series. Shovel Knight's art, uh, D- David D'Angelo spoke to Gamnesia about the latest DLC, Plague of Shadows, and the future of Shovel Knight. Uncharted 4 Thief's End has been delayed to spring 2016. Comic book giant DC is abandoning the New 52 and starting a new series. Taiwanese toy maker Beast Kingdom is producing a life-sized Hulkbuster statue from the Avengers. The BBC is producing a 90-minute drama based on G- Grand Theft Auto. And many more topics. Thanks so much for joining us. All right, so let's dive into them then. <laughs> so I don't know if I want to start on something serious or something stupid, but... The first thing that I saw when I was looking around the internet the other day was a uh, Krispy Kreme started selling a donut hot dog. Well, that's deli- actually, you know, things like that could exist because I actually went to this food truck place over in, um, I think it was like the Florida State Fair one year. Mm-hmm. It was held in like Tampa. There was a thing called a donut burger and it was a bacon cheeseburger, but instead of buns, you got two Krispy Kreme donuts. Oh my God. It was, probably, it was as delicious as diabetes gets, my friend. And... I'm telling you, it's probably the equivalent to this donut hot dog. <laughs> That's <laughs> terrible. This thing is, um... It wasn't that bad. <laughs> of course it wasn't. The one time you eat it. Yeah, it, I never ate it ever again. Then you, then you die the second time. Yeah, you eat it once. I just want it to be a pastry that's not filled with, like, jelly. There's just a hot dog inside and you don't know no, until you bite into actually, it. Actually, it's a, um... <laughs> it's like mystery meat. It is, yeah. essentially, uh, a... a a hot dog, a donut bun. It's like a hot dog bun, but in the shape... I mean, a hot dog bun made out of donut. Dough. Whatever. And it has donut. glazing on everything. <laughs> uh, there's a hot dog in there. Raspberry jelly and bacon. That sounds quite delicious. Can you, sounds oh, well, horrible. I, mean, I don't I just, know about the jelly, but I mean, if you take out the jelly and maybe put some, like, relish and some mustard, I'm sure it'd be freaking delicious. Sounds like a weird combination of savory and sweet. I'm just so, yeah, that's why they have sweet and sour yeah. sauce. I'm just so bored of all these new crazy items that are just... <laughs> I mean, just been, 
It's just, it's, it, I think like these fast food places or all these food chains have gotten wind that the internet finds this stuff hilarious. So mm. they're just trying to top one another. It's just, I'm, I'm so bored of it. It's with a right, minor guys, league so company, what's, but what's I can. What's the next big thing? Uh, how about um, a meme burger? You're going to take the hottest dance <laughs> memes and put them in a sandwich. And this is we the day that truly I. truly get away from these, can we? This is the day that I kick Chris off the podcast. No matter how far and fast we run, we just can never leave. And you can tweet, you can tweet your sweetest memes at them, and oh they'll pick God. one person a week to give you a free well, whatever the. They're accepting a, a name for this. Uh, it's basically it's done with the can uh, the Wilmington Blue Rocks, which is a uh, a baseball team minor league, and uh, on their official website you can vote on what the name would should be of this. Uh, this hot dog, so you could call it the it's... meme meme dog if you want. Oh, okay. You get to write your own name. You, they don't give you like a list of like. Uh, yes, yes. Foods. You can write your own name. You can oh, okay. suggest things Sweet. until March seventeenth. Oh, so, okay. uh, gonna... and the winner, the dough dog nut, <laughs> the dough dog nut, the Dunkin' dog. I like it. I like it. Yeah, that sounds disgusting. <laughs> I, I had... don't know it to try it. I feel I like had... I understand how you feel about this porter, where it's kind of like I've been desensitized by all these things, where it's like. I mean, the other week we talked about a Nicolas Cage dating sim that someone made. It's just like, <laughs> at this point, I've become numb to shock. I mean, I don't know, though. Those Dorito Loco tacos turned out for the best. Those, were those things are amazing. Yeah, I get those, those every time. They're still, they're still around. They're still pretty great. That was just oh, a yeah. great I'll idea that needed to happen. Taco the benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. You know what? what else they need to do? What? They need to make, um... Taco Bell's really good with this type of stuff. They need to find out a way to make, like, uh... Like Hershey's chocolate cinnamon twists, dude. Please, that don't do this to me right now. That would be Same great. Thing. No, just no. Thanks for tuning into the food cast. Yeah, yeah welcome to the Epic Meal Time. Have Rachel Ray Epic on our Meal show. Time podcast. Uh, I'm Harley, otherwise known as the Sauce Boss. I'm here with my co-host. Uh, what's the guy with the glasses? Muscles glasses? Is that his name? Muscles glasses. Muscle Let's glasses. talk about Zelda. No, because I'm memes. tired of talking about dank memes and weird. Why would we ever talk about Zelda? Yeah, on this podcast, never, never. Uh, and no one's ever made that joke ever. Two guys uh, got together and made the entirety of the NES uh, Legend of Zelda in Minecraft. I'm not touching this one. Not only making the the map itself, but also figuring out the programming of it. So, oh, like, they, with all the enemies oh, they, and stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything. Uh, I mean, all right, as far as structurally building it, I can see that being possible because, I mean, the things that people created on Minecraft is just insane in a way. Mm-hmm. People dedicate too much time to it, I think. But, I mean, as far as programming, I think that actually I mean, if you watch the video, the it's really amazing what they were able to do with it. And the video is on the front page, isn't it, Adam? Front page of ZeldaInformer.com. I'm not sure, but probably. <laughs> Maybe not at this point. I don't it know. It is now. It's down below in the <laughs> links. The related links, as always. If you're ever curious to what we talk about, I don't just like leave you hanging and say things and expect you to just trust me. I show you where I got them no, from. No, he only does that to us yeah. off camera. Yeah. Man, I feel like I saw like I feel like years ago that someone was making the Zelda map in Minecraft, and I was like, "Oh, neat, okay." Oh yeah, people have been making like Clock Town and Hyrule Castle in yeah. in Minecraft for as long as it's been around. I think I want I want a Minecraft version of Skyward Sword of that <laughs> map. I want I want to go to Skyloft and then jump off. I feel like people would do, would do that. I mean, they they reached a couple. Of, I think it was a year ago where they in Minecraft they raised the skybox limit, or basically they made it so that you could build things. 
twice as high in survival mode. Yeah. So I, I saw that. Yeah. So you can actually maybe make a skyloft of sorts. You can't make it over the clouds without using like mods, but uh, it's it's not that hard to figure out. I know a lot of people online. That made... that's our challenge to the to the listeners: build skyloft. That, build that... me a new Metroid game. <laughs> oh no, Caleb, you sound so sad saying that. Because <laughs> it hurts every time. So has anyone done a speed run on Minecraft Zelda yet? No, but I saw that the recent... Uh, sorry, let me rephrase that. <laughs> Someone recently beat the any percent speed run record for Ocarina of Time. What, was that when... I saw that they discovered a new thing with the bottle while in the Deku tree instead of having to go to uh, Kakariko Village. It was like straight into the Deku tree, which would shave like five minutes or something. Is that the one? Uh, I'm not sure. I, I, think... I saw one that was broken pretty recently, right before AGDQ, that they broke the time limit for like the any percentage for the Ocarina of Time. So yeah, it's using the it's it this fast. Uh, the gl- the glitch that I used. Uh, it's by a guy named Joel. Was it the same guy who beat it the last West... time in like January? Yeah, he oh. he held it and he decided to, uh, Joel Westerberg, but he shaved a whole two seconds off his previous time by using a new glitch he discovered in February. Uh, you obtain a bottle in the Great Deku Tree as well as the Light That's Arrows. kind of insane. How are people able to figure <laughs> out these things so fast? I, I don't understand. I think it's always fascinating when people find new ways to just mess with the game. Like, speedruns are great, and yeah. I enjoy them, but like, oh my god. I never... To play Ocarina once is a feat. To keep playing it, that's something else. Yeah, yeah. When you when you keep doing it over and over again, I'm always curious to why people keep doing that. I mean, I watched uh, someone play Fallout Three and get the speedrun for that. It took like 20 minutes. Um, really? But it was actually really interesting what they do. I mean, it's like it's it's not what you think. Like they're not doing things quickly. They're just they're looking for like small clips in the map and things like that where they get glitched into different areas. And that's, that's... essentially what a speedrun is. Yeah, I mean, for, well, for the ending percentage category, mm-hmm. anyways. Yeah. But, I mean, that's crazy. I just, I mean, I get, like, the competition between it, but, I mean, like, eh, have some fun. Let someone else get it, and then if you find a way to beat theirs with, like, a trick that you found, like, that's even cooler. Mm-hmm. You know I'm surprised recently had fun with a Zelda game? Who? Zero Punctuation. Zero, uh, zero Punctuation. Ben Yahtzee I... Croshaw. Um Recently, his reviews of Ocarina of Time 3 and Skyward Sword were overwhelmingly condescending, and his review for A Link Between Worlds was just him slamming out what Nintendo's been doing recently. But uh, with Majora's Mask, he essentially said he praised the game's narrative and the philosophical depth of the concept of time in the game. You know why he said that, Adam? Because Majora's Mask is the best Because he wears a fedora and it's Fedora's Mask. Oh, snap. Oh, you're (laughs) so funny. Never oh, gets old. I'm, I'm Adam, and I came. I come up with fedora jokes. These things memes are giving me cancer tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I hope you sleep well in death. <laughs> oh my I god! Adam, I'll never sleep well. Adam, do you not like Majora's Mask? Uh, I, I would say something, but I think Caleb, I guy. think Jake would just come out of nowhere and punch me in the neck. Well, so, do try what, it. Why, why, why don't you go ahead and say it? See what happens. I'm just curious. Uh, I'll say it. What? Can I say yeah, it? Yeah, go for it. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. J- uh, Jake test number one. 
I don't like Majora's Mask. <laughs> just looking around. <laughs> I am actually. Right, well, let's be more specific, specific though. I mean, wait a minute, I just got well, a text. When we talk about Majora's Prepare Mask, funeral let's arrangements for like, Caleb. the original copy. Sorry, Caleb. What? But yeah, I don't really like Majora's Mask too much, because it's a 3D Zelda game, and I tend to just not like 3D Zelda games at all. Yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat with Adam here. Yeah, I prefer the 2D ones overall. And when people say that, oh, why, why do I like Link Between Worlds? Because it's a 3D Zelda game. And I'm like, no, you're wrong. <laughs> That's it. Well, hmm? Adam, why, why is it that you like the 2D versions more than the 3D? The puzzles are designed for t- the 2D playstyle and not for the 3D. So it feels jaunty and it's, weird. It's really interesting that you say that. Because I was talking with a friend of mine earlier this week. And he... I would. He played. Has played most of the Zelda games. Not all of them, but he's played a, a good. I don't chunk think many of people played all the Zelda games. I think most people played a few. I think you know he really likes Twilight Princess, and he even he's a fan of Skyward Sword even. Um, but that's the thing. Like he never really experienced a two D Zelda game, mm-hmm. or in the three as far as three D. He, I don't think he just started playing Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask recently because he saw that there was three D versions made. Mm-hmm. Um, but I told him. I was like, dude, you have to play the originals or like at least the virtual console versions, like to get the real experience. So that's what he's doing right mm-hmm. now. And he he would say the same exact thing as you. It's just like you know the thing about the two D ones and like the because he also played uh, a Link Between Worlds. He's like, I liked it because like you know it was really challenging and stuff. But I mean like when I'm playing like uh, a princess or something like that, I don't. I, I'm looking for more in a, an adventure experience. I saw someone say something like that that 2D is designed more for the puzzles and 3D is designed more for the adventure. And I agree, but I play Zelda for the puzzles and for the gameplay as opposed to the story i rarely play a game for the adventure so i mean kind of where i'm at well that's this is coming from the friend this this person of mine is my friend kevin my best friend in the whole world sorry adam (laughs) um i'm crying right now chris i'm crying i can't hear you through my tears he's really big into like story and like narrative and games and like going on a quest and things like that so i mean like for someone of like that type of nature who you know enjoys that genre more right. often than anything else, but I mean he he did tell me that he loved the the break that he got in when he did a link between worlds, like you know the the, the interface of the game, like going through like the the two D like against the wall and stuff like that. he thought that was really clever. Mm-hmm. But um, this kind of brings me to a point like in this day and age where everything is being pushed to three D, do you think that like the newer games are losing that touch that the 2D games gave us. I think that the 3D Zelda games really need to start figuring out puzzles that work for 3D games instead of trying to emulate the things that make the 2D puzzles work so well. But I think that they still do that. Um, A lot of the puzzles, I mean, a lot of people that have listened to this know that we talk a lot about Aaron Hansen's Sequelitis series because that's probably one of the more popular... Hold on, I'm throwing up on my mind. Okay, go for it. Um... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh but uh he he talks about basically what i i agree complete on this one where it's just that you have to the puzzle is not you know figuring out how to manipulate objects in the room it's go find the object and then use it on everything in the room and then see what happens so like there's there's obstacles that are made that you can't get past so you go back and you find the item in that in that area. Now, do you think that's that's a result of the medium being like it being in 3D rather than in 2D? Yes, I think it's I think it's more that the as a result the level design kind of can seem confusing because it's mm-hmm. trying to do exactly what they did in 2D. Uh well when they change it with 3D it's it's no longer a top-down mm-hmm. Zelda game like most 2D yeah. even the well, But a lot of the enemies and a lot of the the puzzles 
are the same in terms of like where they would be placed in a 2D Zelda game. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, in 2D Zelda, you still have platforming to some extent. You have, you know, um, a lot higher. No way, you have I mean, you have multiple levels in one stage. I mean, I've seen. I just, I wouldn't consider like a Zelda games to be platformers. No, no, no. I'm not saying. I, I mean, no. I there are platforms like, no, that exist in 2D levels. Zelda that you can yeah. interact with. And those same things exist in 3D, but they don't do anything different with them or do anything that would fit the environment. And I mean, mm-hmm. to some extent, some of these things make sense for a dungeon filled with monsters, like why these things are just so utterly cheap and ridiculous. Right. But in terms of a puzzle game, it's not rewarding when the player feels like, oh, I couldn't have done anything to fix that. I just got hit. Or like they don't feel like they did anything wrong. I mean, like Dark Souls is very good about making the player feel like, if something bad happens, it's because I did something wrong, as opposed to the game doing something wrong. Well, right. not all the time. Not all the time, but a general rule for Dark Souls is that. Whereas sure. with three D Zelda games, I don't feel like that at all. Right now, and I think that three D Zelda right. games have more potential to be better, but they don't do anything with it because they're so hung up on trying to be like the two D Zeldas. Well, I think it's because they've already kind of changed so much. Like Zelda's. The first thing that comes to mind when I think of a game that's transitioned from 2D to 3D and changed the most. Because, like, Mario still manages to be Mario pretty well. Mm-hmm. And Metroid even surprisingly managed to be Metroid. Well, I mean, Mario, before, it, I'm thinking, Mario went through an even bigger change because it was just a side-scroller. Yeah. yeah. And so, like, now implementing, like, that open world, sort of an open world, I guess, like, that 3D model. Like, Porter, you stream Mario 64, like, constantly. Yeah, pretty much. Now, I'm not saying that's the... That's that's the not the newest Mario game, but like the experience you get out of that compared to like the experience you get out of Super Mario was it what's the popular one for like the, the Super Nintendo World? World? Super Mario World. It was it was it Super Mario mm-hmm. World? Yeah. Compared to that, it's like what, what what kind of experience do you would you like do you get out like do you think you enjoy it more how it's in three D? Like do you think they've improved in the dynamic? I think the they're like... both equally fantastic. Mm-hmm. One of the things I mean... that I noticed with like Super Mario 64 is that they tend to, instead of focusing on vertical platforming, it's more just like gaps in between platforms or spaces and slight vertical changes where it's like easy for the player to see what's going on in the environment around them. Uh, I've seen this this man, this Porter man on his streams, he struggles to get to certain places. Oh no, there, it's, not, it's not by <laughs> any pers- means an easy game, but it's like... They don't try to do everything exactly the same. Right. Right. I don't know. I I, I mean, I, I like to think that maybe it's because, like, that they're using the 3D technology now, like, and they're trying to j- try these new things where they want to, they they make it, the games, so that they can kind of, like, show off, like, what they've, what they're able to do now, in a way, rather than, like, oh, let's um focus on, like, the more important stuff, actually. Like, you know, the, the gameplay and, like, the types of, like, puzzles and, you know, like, you know, like, battles and stuff that you'll encounter. Yeah. Because, like, we kind of live in this day and age now where everything's really aesthetic. Like, if things aren't aesthetically pleasing to, you know, a lot of people, then people aren't really going to, like, you know, buy, the, like, the game or, like, look at the product. I mean, that's just a product of our, like, society even, I think. Because hmm. when, yeah, I mean... When Nintendo, like, when they do their commercials and stuff, you can tell, like, you see, like, that white background, and then, like, you have, like, whatever product they have kind of in the front, contrasting from, like, what they're trying to sell. 
So, I mean, like, that's that's also, like, aesthetics for, like, all right, we're going to show our consumers something really clean, sort of like how Apple does it compared to, like, way back when yeah. when people would show, like, all these wacky, crazy yeah. things in, like, the 90s. Well, I mean, GameSpot, in the review then. of Codename Steam, they said that they were, that was the problem is that Codename Steam focuses on uh, the aesthetics as opposed to the actual game itself. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think that. that's that's probably with a, mo- a lot of games now, though. Like, a lot of games don't even show, like, in-game footage, necessarily. They'll just show, like, the cinematic trailers and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like Naughty Dog does all the time. Oh, snap. Yeah. yeah, like, there was all those complaints about the new, uh, about uh, Uncharted 4. And, like, how, like, the, the gameplay that they showed up, uh, what was the last, it wasn't E3 where they showed the gameplay. It was, it was some other conference. Something it was like Sony's it. own conference, I believe. Was it Japan? Yeah, it was just, like, together. Yeah, pe- people were complaining that like the game itself didn't look like the way it did in the trailer. Well, that's because they and said so they, that's because they said it was like in-game footage, and it's like no, because because like <laughs> yeah, the, exactly. the, that's the difference between a cinematic trailer and something that they say. Hey, this is what it's gonna look like, guys. Don't worry <laughs> about it. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. I mean, I mean the same can be even whether they don't say it or not. Just like Adam explained to me this one time when. I think we were talking about like Halo Four at a time, compared huh. to like the trailer, and then like in in the actual game, like one of the abilities that Master Chief could do in the trailer, he like had this crazy jump or something. Do you remember? You remember that conversation we had? I do not actually. That was wild. Yeah, we, I talk a lot about Halo. Yeah, we were, I don't recall anything about a jump. Yeah, we we were talking about it one time. You said like you couldn't do something in the game that they like showed you you could do in the trailer. You were saying how it made you kind of mad. I was like, huh, I didn't ever thought of it that way. That is, I and mean, then, that is something that I could definitely see being happening then, in halo but, 4 exactly but like when i was showed my friend kevin oh the, i remember uh, the during the uh, for... there's in the final fight of halo 4 you do things in that final boss seed that you yeah, don't yeah. ever do at any other yeah, point exactly. in the game that's, that's what i mean and so it was something like that that kind of was brought to my attention but that's just quick time events in my... general is usually an issue with that uh just right. the idea of like right. you know your character does all these crazy moves and stuff it's like well why can't i do that normally but like here's here's something that I found really interesting because my friend Kevin he only saw the the Zelda U uh, trailer like he never saw like the trailer they showed like before they showed the gameplay footage that uh, Miyamoto and uh, the other developer I forget his name um, that they were showing at the last Nintendo um, conference or when when they announced uh, Zelda Majora's Mask. You remember talking? Are you about? talking about the tech they were the writing... tech demo or the one where they're running around the empty? Not field? the tech demo. You're talking about the He's... one for Zelda U. Yeah, I'm talking about Zelda U. There was Aonuma. Yeah, Aonuma. So I showed him that footage, and like in that footage, they were able to jump off the horse and like shoot the arrows in the air, mm-hmm. just like you can do in the trailer. Yeah. So I found that very like I was like, oh okay, they're finally like, sticking to what they're showing. That's yeah, great. this is good. Yeah. So I forgot where I was going with this, but <laughs> I'm sorry, Caleb. So Zelda's turning into Max Payne now. Max Payne. Is that a bad thing? I guess. Oh, played the third probably. one. And I was, was the third one? Of the, what was the most recent Max Payne that came out? Was it three or four? Three. Max Payne 3. Yeah, yeah, I played it and I was just like, this isn't, I don't know if this is bad, but it's not what I remember. And are Rockstar games bad? That's a good question. <laughs> I mean, the last Rockstar game. I liked Red Dead Redemption. Red Dead Redemption wasn't bad. You thought it was I bad? I didn't like it. No, I liked it. Oh, I mean, well, the, the besides Grand Theft Auto, the last Red, uh, Red Dead Redemption, the last Rockstar game I played was L.A. Noir. I like and, the game. Uh, I really... Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Huh. But I understand the problems that come with it. Yeah. I mean, I did not like playing it on PC, but I like playing it on console. There was a lot of potential there for more to happen. And I did like a lot <laughs> of the strides that they made. But I wouldn't 
ever call n- nearly a great game. You know, I, what didn't, I, mean? yeah. I didn't like it all that much. I just didn't like the the way that you like investigated people. Like for one, like the the, the stupid <laughs> the, the face um, <laughs> the face. Thing. It it reminds me of like it, you know what I mean. we were gonna yeah no I it reminds it. me of Aaron's uh Aaron's uh video he did like Austin Noir. it's just like uh can you tell me what I saw what you saw today man it's like oh uh, well there's like ten animations you know, online that are all like making fun of just everything about the New Wars gameplay God these lips I mean it's just so, it's just so like like I guess I don't know if I'm just like good at the game but it's just like it's so obvious how they're reacting and what you should pick because it's like I'm yeah. gonna look around nervously. I'm gonna look around nervously. Which like is I... funny because, like, oh, yeah. the game Night's Old Republic the game, or the Old Republic, the online game. Yeah. The I remember seeing an animation that was like making fun of the options, and they're very vague. So it's like, uh, you're talking to a guy, and he's like, and he's like, "Help! We've been attacked!" And it's like, one of the options is, "I'll let you go," and it's like, oh, "Okay, I'll choose that." And he's like, "I'll let you go if you cannot run my blaster." And it's like, "Wait, what?" And he murders the guy, <laughs> and you get evil points for it. And it's like, I didn't want that. <laughs> It's the worst thing. I, I, I remember that, and that's that's kind of another thing that bothered me about Eleanor. Is like, I some I things were like, too vague, or no, no, I like, the, like I had evidence or certain things that I found, like clues and stuff. Yeah, and I'd be talking to someone, and I'd be like, oh, I'm gonna pick this because I have this, and then I'll pick that, and he doesn't say anything about the thing that I wanted him to talk about, and I'm like, no, did, what, I, what, <laughs> okay, and then I get screwed up, and it tells me I fucked up. I mean, fucked up. I mean, fucked up. <laughs> good save quality save Ten out. Good save. like he just pulls out a knife he pulls out a knife covered in blood and he's like so why is there ketchup on this blade and it's like that's that you already know that's not ketchup yeah it's just my, my guy acted stupid intense stare move the wrist intense stare move the wrist the other way intense stare this looks heavy don't you think so I've never seen that before in my life. I was like, yes, sir. I think she got murdered. But the thing about the game is that during like the, the trailers and stuff, they really emphasized um like the way that they got like these actors to do all the mocap and stuff. For in us. LA so Noir? That's pretty yeah, yeah, that's that's yeah, why yeah. like they, they wanted to it do it. It was all funny because like, I've seen that actor like in that. other places. Like I've seen him on Mad Men, the guy who plays the main character in LA Noir. And it yeah. my brain was freaking out because I was still seeing him as the in game character with the modeling and everything. Because it was so similar <laughs> to real life that it was blowing my mind. Because the mouth movement was perfect. Yeah, it was pretty great. And I was just like, everyone else seemed like a normal person, but this guy seemed computer generated. Everybody loves mocap. Mocap's the best. Everybody should love mocap. That was back when mocap was like the new fresh. Well, I mean, Porter, you're a 3D man. What do you think about mocap? I think it's appropriate for certain things, but it's being overused in games. Do you think that you should use mocap in your animations? Yes. <laughs> Save. Would you, you if you could? No, God. I mean, it just depends. De- I think that would be a fun experiment. It depends, but like when I when if I, I watch... send you a bunch of uh, balls, like those like white tennis balls and a green He's skin suit, are you going to use? Yes. That's exactly how it works. <laughs> just basketballs, soccer balls, dodgeballs, just a bunch of them. I'm gonna send you the movie dodgeball. I'm just saying, like in in games like La Noir and Mass Effect and what uh, the new one. Um, what was it? Uh, Dragon Age. It, you mm-hmm. can you can uh. just tell that the each of these characters was mocapped by the same guy because he's all they're all standing around in the same like little pose and they're not doing anything and it's just very boring. <laughs> One hip sassily out to the side. I mean, would you prefer that they they get like a different person for every character in the game? Well, I it's mean, just, they, ha- 
They have the or, voice actor. Why not use the voice actor? Or get, no, I just want them to stop using mocap. Or actually get like an actor and not just an intern. Oh. Mm-hmm. To be like, get in a suit and be like, oh, move your hands around. Oh, yeah. I mean, that, yeah. that I would prefer that. I... I mean, a lot of voice actors, when they're in the booth, they're very active about what they do. Or, some people are not so much. They, some people just like literally don't move at all. Have you ever seen mouth. Steve Bloom act? <laughs> and they, look, they have like the deadpan face, but they're like screaming. <laughs> and it's uh, it's kind of terrifying when you look at it. But I know, um, for example, in Hunchback of Notre Dame, uh, the guy who played the, the knight, if you guys remember that at all, he was holding a sword when he delivered his lines <laughs> because he wanted to be more valiant. And... How the edge. <laughs> well, no, it just it just kind of put him in the character. And I know. No, no, that, that's what he said in the booth. There was an accident. <laughs> he said, Ow, the edge. Oh, God. And then Shadow's like, pathetic life form. Oh, boy. Yep. Maria. Maria. <laughs> <laughs> What else do we want to talk about? What do we want to talk about? We have so much to talk about this week. Do you want to talk about comic books or Shovel Knight? Let's talk about Shovel, Shovel Knight. Good old uh, Shovel Knight. Oh my uh, God. There's, uh, do you guys remember the guy who made the Rayman leak? Yes, uh, unfortunately. Uh, Artsy Omni. I watched, artist. Hmm? I watched that video. Yeah. He recently did another one for Shovel Knight, which it is looked awesome. It effing-tastic. Oh, I love it. <laughs> I really do. I was thinking about the other day about how much I would want to have Shovel Knight in the next he, Smash he Bros. Would be such a great, he would be a great character. Honestly, I don't mm-hmm. know why they didn't do it before. They well, it was for a character. It slot. was yeah, it was way too late at that point for him to even be considered. It'll it'll be too what, wait what what was what was too while. late? Shovel Knight. No, for like it came out after Smash. No, right? no, it's just no, the... no, no. It came too close to the release yeah. of Smash for it to be considered. Well, no, but um, in in. All the smashes before, I think, at least starting with Melee, they put like um, Roy in before his game even came out. But as that's Fire Emblem, I know, but it's pro- it's. Pro- <laughs> yeah. I mean, See it's an it existing IP, but it's still like a new character to promote a game. Especially since it came out on a Nintendo platform first. Before, well, it- here's the thing: if if Shovel Knight had won the Indie Game of the Year award before Smash came out, more likely. <laughs> no, I doubt it. Very seriously. I mean, I doubt it, regardless if... I, <laughs> but, like, it would it would take a lot for Nintendo to see it as worth the trouble. As much as I really do like Shovel Knight, I think you, it's a great uh, game. You don't think Sakurai how, would, how good would of a character consider including him, like, for DLC? Well, I know he's, no. I know he's not, like, the... Because no. I know the Kingdom Hearts director, every time he sees that they acquire... Namora? I'm sorry? Namora? Yeah, every time they acquire a new IP, I think he calls in and asks if they can use it. Like, can we, like, they got, I'm sure as soon as they, uh, Disney bought Marvel, he called up and asked if they were allowed to include Marvel characters or any Marvel characters. Are you talking about in Kingdom Hearts? Yeah. 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 He's one of those guys that's very excited whenever he has new opportunities to work with. Which I hope, I really hope they do it. I I apologize (laughs) about that. I really hope they do it. I do not, but that was a past episode. (laughs) Yeah, we've talked about that, about Marvel and Kingdom was was I there for that? No. Well, I have some opinions. Caleb, hello, Chris. Why wouldn't you want? Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you want? Well, Chris, the ultimate battle between Wolverine, Darth Vader, and Sora. Wolverine, Darth Vader, and because Sora. Not only does that sound like the fan fiction that I wrote when oh, I was that there. sentence was dumb, but, uh, and you should feel dumb. Uh, I, I thought that would be amazing. You can go back and listen. to Imagine the old uh, an adamantium keyblade. So, Does anybody care about Kingdom Hearts anymore? I do. A Keyblade made of Wolverine claws. 
Because <laughs> I've played every game. Okay, what, what, Look, the only what's reason happening? I'm going to accept what's... this is if Wolverine Summon is Berserker Barrage. That's it. Re re recap <laughs> the Kingdom Hearts plot. Mickey Mouse get ki gets kidnapped. Go. No, Mickey Mouse he didn't get kidnapped. kidnapped. Um, <laughs> do you not know how, what Kingdom Hearts You're is? You're already wrong. I played, I played the first one, but I, I have since There's forgot. a kid with big feet. He has a giant Dude. key. He locks doors. Mickey Mouse That's does not a plot, honestly. <laughs> he... He whacks, he whacks the shadows with the key. Porter, we'd have to have an entirely new... We'd have to start a new podcast. There's there's so much that goes on and so many like things. Porter, just come on my Kingdom Hearts podcast. Oh my god. It's it's seven nights a week. When does it start? It's called a Kingdom <laughs> Cast. Seven nights a week. It's a 13-hour show. 365 by two weeks. <laughs> I'm excited for Kingdom Hearts 3. Why is that? Why is that? It's because it's going to be the best game ever. Is it? That's, I mean, that's a bold claim. Are you it, sure? Well, it, I re well, I really hope it's going to be the conclusion to this whole story that they've been building up for like 12 it's, years. It's the ending of the Xehanort saga. Yeah, there's saga. still more to it's go. Confirmed. Oh, shoot. Yeah. They're like, oh, it doesn't end of the Xehanort saga. We have plenty more. And it's like... I mean, well, we'll see. No, they Maybe already... I might, I might end at the Xehanort saga because like Xehanort is... The best villain, big baddie. Well, I don't know yeah. what they're gonna do so, since like... Leonard Nimoy is passed on. Well, the thing is, all right. I guess spoiler alert <gasps> for anyone out for there. For the convoluted spoil... plot of Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, I'm about to spoil the biggest plot of Kingdom Hearts. Can I do that on the podcast? Yeah, yeah it's been long enough. Okay. Wait, so Zayn... wait, wait, wait. Warning: There's going to be a spoiler right now. If you complain about it, that's your own fault. Okay. I love you guys. Can I go? Okay. Go for Except it. Dave. Okay. So the thing about Xehanort is that he, Leonard Nimoy only voiced the old man, old man of Xehanort. Mm -hmm. And in this Kingdom Hearts timeline, the old man was able to like go into the form of this other guy's body. This other guy being called Yeah, but what if they got split apart? And so, uh, be quiet. <laughs> listen. Listen. Mm -hmm. um, that would make a lot of go sense, on. actually. So when that happens, I'll let you know. <laughs> Um, so t he then took over, you know, Terra's body and mind and voice, and he kind of grew up, he grew older in this person's body, and the voice actor was different from the entire time. So, they already defeated the first, like, Xemnas, who was the nobody to Xehanort, I guess. Hold so, on, I'm running out of fingers to keep up with this. Yeah, this is very complicated. Should I be keeping, taking notes on this? No, 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 no. All right. So as soon as when does Mickey Mouse come in? <laughs> Mickey he just Mouse comes in from time to time and smacks things with a giant golden key. I'm just talking about like what happens to Xehanort. All right, they fight Xehanort becomes because he's a Xemnas. Because he's a Xemnas. And so, as revealed in Kingdom Hearts uh, uh, 3D, which is Dream, I Doctor could listen Sense, to Chris talk about Kingdom Hearts for 20 minutes. All the nobodies turn back to real people because once they defeat a heartless and their nobody, they become one. Again. <laughs> so he's gonna be back to being Xehanort, and he's gonna still be in the other body. Hold on, hold on, just a quick recap, kids. Are you taking notes? Because you might need to take notes at this point. There's a lot of there's a lot of stuff that's going on. All of my notes say is that Ansem was destroyed because he's a Xemnas. <laughs> I don't even know if this is considered a spoiler anymore. This is just this is a snooze fest. Guys, I'm a nerd. Okay, I like this. I like this game. <laughs> what do you like? Video games? <laughs> yeah, I don't blame you. I, I know the you plot nerd. too. Alright. Play Dream Drop Distance is all I gotta say before Dude, you play really Kingdom Hearts. It's really good. I played. I, I what's the card one for the GBA? That's Chain of Memories. Oh, that's Chain, of memories. Chain of Memories. I played that for like 
I, well, I played it one confusing. night for like for like four or five hours straight, and then I got to a fight that I couldn't beat because I don't think I was playing the game right. Yeah, you need a grind. Were you fighting Riku. Yeah, Did you were fighting Riku. I really like Chain of Memory. No, yeah, it was it was Riku, and I was like, well, time to not play this anymore. Yeah, it took me a while when I was a kid to beat Riku because my my L and R on my Game Boy Advance they broke, so I couldn't do any combo moves. <laughs> you need combo moves to freaking beat the game. Oh my so you're just God. doing regular moves. Way. Yeah, I was, and it took me forever. I had to arrange my deck in a certain way that, like... I hope you had a lot me... of zero cards. Oh, my God. You would not understand. <laughs> you would not it's understand. It's a whole card game in its own right. I was playing Yu-Gi-Oh. But, but, you know, like, that, it's... it's Chris, you're kind of a Kingdom Hearts nerd, but at least you're not the nerds from Breaking Bad. Because they do terrible things. I, honestly, I don't... I I know what things you're talking about. Guys, People... quit it with... Quit it with the pizza yeah, throw. People have been throwing pizzas onto the roof of the Breaking Bad house, the one that the Calabunga. the White family lived in. Uh, yeah, there's a poor old woman that lives there. And people have just been throwing and... people have just been throwing pizzas onto the roof of that house constantly because in this Please get the pizzas off my roof. <laughs> Thank you, Caleb. She should just put like a she should make like a fake roof part of it and then just get free pizza, like drop it down into the <laughs> house. Be like, thanks for the pizza, suckers. <laughs> don't have teeth for pizza. <laughs> Just porter on the roof with a little giant net. Oh yeah, <laughs> sweet. Wasting animator got to eat. Pizza. Yeah, she can throw pizza on my roof all she wants. This is what happens when we start talking about the Kingdom Hearts plot. We spiral right. out of control. If you guys really want to talk about the Kingdom Hearts plot, nope, no, you're gonna nope. message me on Twitter. No, nope. at Chris J. Kitchen, I won't. and we can talk. I'm not going to do that. Or you can message him at his real Twitter, Kingdom Hearts fan one two three. <laughs> yeah, that's it. At Chain Kingdom of memories <laughs> at Kingdom Shorts. Oh, <laughs> Porter, I'm going to punch you. <laughs> Such drama. Speaking oh, of drama, God. the BBC is producing a 90 minute drama based on Grand Theft Auto, but not on the story. They're basing it off the people behind the game's creation. Did you say Grind Theft Auto? Grand Theft Auto. So they're going to do like the, Grind making Fest of, Auto. the making of Grand Theft Auto? Yeah, pretty much. Like, that's... Uh, that's it? Are those people really interesting though? I don't know. Well, no. well like the rock, like Rockstar? I think so. Yeah. There's There's been only a few tweets about it. I, I can link you to the article below. Uh, but, uh... I mean, okay. I mean, is it like a documentary series or what is this it? This is all I've heard like, about it. Is, it's a, is it a narrative? It's... It's a romantic comedy, much like Toy Story Four. <laughs> it's Wait, it's part of uh, it's part of the BBC's no. effort to make the UK more interested in coding and technology. I have a feeling that it's not going to be that much about coding. Oh, it's going to be focusing on the Hauser brothers. What the who? The Hauser brothers. The, the who? The Hauser brothers. Yeah, Adam. The who? The Hauser <laughs> brothers. No one knows. <laughs> the Hauser brothers. They will not make a good television the show. Hauser oh, the Hauser brothers. Oh, oh. the Hauser brothers. God. The Hauser okay. brothers. I should have just said that the first oh, time, man. The, the Hauser brothers. Exactly. Aren't they the Game Grumps? <laughs> the Game Grumps. <laughs> hey, I'm Hauser, and I'm also Hauser. <laughs> and <laughs> um, uh, Sam and Dan Hauser, apparently, uh, they're reclusive, and they're... I don't know, I guess they just want to make a series on them. Oh, they were right, in then. London, so that makes sense. Fair enough. Okay, sure. I mean, 
I'm not gonna watch. There's it, other but... TV shows that I are I'm not watching right now, so I don't know. It doesn't sound that bad according to the. <laughs> you're not. You know what? You're not watching Porter Kingdom Hearts playthroughs. No, you're, not, you're not watching Star Wars. Star Wars the Rebels. oh the Rebels. Yeah, I'm not watching. I'm that not watching that at all. <laughs> what you guys are so. Uh... You know what I also didn't watch. Why would I keep up Star... with Star Wars? Why didn't I didn't watch it? the Clone Wars th- 3D animated the series. Clone Wars was I... the Clone Wars was fantastic. I, I tried. I tried watching it, but I couldn't. Do it's it. so bad. It's not it's bad. bad. It's so good. It's. I can't keep up with Star Wars because I'm too busy keeping up with the Kardashians. I'll I'll say at least like the first two. I I think I got through the two seasons or three seasons, and those are bad. Here's the thing. It's a kid show, and it shows that it's a kid show, and I don't like watching kid shows anymore. It gets it gets edgy. Are you you the same? Are you the same guy that tells people that Adventure Time is edgy? Because I don't like Adventure Time either. (laughs) No, No, it's deep, man. It's like yeah, but they're also talking like surfer dudes from Cali that I don't like. Hey, Post-apocalyptic. Uh, Adventure Time's good, dude. Ad- Adventure Time, it does suck. Algebraic! Stop. <laughs> dude, Adventure Time's pretty mathematical, you see, man. You see, there's a difference, there's a difference between Adventure Time and the, the heart, the heart killing f***ing, uh, excuse me. There's a difference between Chris, you are just a Adventure cursing Time machine. And, You're sass. And the Clone Wars. And I like the, the uh, the, I like the, the 2D is, animated series for the Clone Wars because it was very short. The cl- the, two, the was, 2D one? It was great. Uh, there was a 2D animated series for clo- for the Clone Wars. Uh, Genity, it was Genity done by the guys Tarkovsky. who made um, Samurai Jack. Yeah. yeah. And, it, and Dexter's Lab mm-hmm. and Powerpuff Girls. <laughs> the yeah. Powerpuff Goyles. Goyles. <laughs> Whoa, Goyles! Adam, Adam, they were equally good. Uh, no, no. Yes, no. You, you guys really need to, you need to you need to give it another chance. I don't. I gave it. I gave it like many hours. And some people would life. say like it's not like regular Star Wars, but I gave Knights of the Old Republic a chance, and that game blew me away. I don't even like Star Wars. Knights you don't like anything, Wars. Caleb. This is Star just determined. Uh, Caleb hates everything. Should be your Twitter handle, not just games. Boy, I sure do love these dang <laughs> themes. Do you, do you like Drake and Josh, Caleb? I do like Drake and it's Josh. A, it's a good show. It's good. <laughs> it is a good show. I liked it a lot. Wow. I love Drake and I Josh. I didn't think as much we'd find something that Josh. Caleb would enjoy talking about, but we found a way. It's spherical. Spherical. Oh. <laughs> uh, Caleb, have you ever seen the Paulson's animation, uh, Drake and Josh? That's uh, actually it's... one of my favorite videos. <laughs> That's ever. probably my favorite video by Paulson. Uh, is it? We'll link it down below. It's by a guy named Scrutz. He was on the podcast yeah. featured episode in the he's probably I think he was our first guest. Was he? Yeah, I think so. Good good man. Episode yeah, nine. That was um that was a, a cartoon of his I, I laughed immensely at. That's pretty good. It was. It's got the, the Caleb. Speaking food. of laughs and cartoons <laughs> and things like that. Porter, how did you can you tell us a little bit about your work and how you started doing what you do? And then yep, maybe tell us yep, what your Porter. favorite thing that you've done so far is. Do you want the the long boring part go, of the story? Go for just... the long boring part because people in this that listen to this love long and boring boring things. <laughs> oh snap! Because <laughs> um, I mean, they listen see. to this and we're not funny and you know, same <laughs> memes. Okay, and... so like back in uh, I guess to to twenty thirteen or so. <laughs> Way I, well, back got... in the ancient year of two thousand thirteen. Okay, I guess I'll go ahead and start with Game Grumps because that's, I mean, obviously how I started. It, I think it got first announced and I was like, oh great, a Let's Play. Oh boy, <laughs> good for that. 
<laughs> and so then I avoided it for like a week. And then I saw people keep posting about it and talking about it. I'm like, all right, all right, I'll give it a shot. And then I started watching it. And the first episode was just amazing. So I was <laughs> yeah. like, all right, I'm in. I'm down. This stamp of approval. Yeah. I, I avoided uh, Game Grumps for like years. <laughs> and Dude, I saw that introduction video and I crapped my pants and I laughed and giggled oh. all night long. <laughs> hey, you like me? Probably not. Anyways, <laughs> I'm going to start a new channel. That was That's what hooked me. Yeah. He, he'd be like, you like me? Probably not. I was like, I actually didn't even know who John Tron was before Game Grooms. Mm-hmm. But I try to make it well known that I love John Tron to death. Yeah, he's he's a he makes People great content. Post. He's a good guy. Anyway, back to Porter's story. But yeah, okay. So fast forward, like I guess a couple, maybe a few months. Uh, this was I think after Aaron did the first couple Game Grumps animated official ones. I saw mm-hmm. like someone do a fan one, and I'm like, people do that. <gasps> <laughs> I should do that, but I'll make it 3D and blow everyone's minds. I'll blow all their you, their mean it's, minds. It's really funny because you are the, <laughs> if not the only one, like you you started the 3D animation type of thing in the Game Grooms community. Like, I mean, I don't know, maybe. I think you're probably the I'm, best. I'm, I'm I'm pretty sure you did. Ten out of ten. I was blown away when I saw yours. I don't think I saw any other ones, so I was like, I'll be the first, and I'll yeah, I'll be the very best. I'll be the first to make 3D dank <laughs> memes. And then and then I started working on it uh, in my free time while I was at my job in New York. <laughs> and then it, <laughs> it, it it was taking me so long to work on it. I was just I was just going much slower back then because I didn't have as much time. And then it came to the point where my job let me go. Oops. <laughs> And so oh, then I was like, whoops. and I was like, all right, well, okay, I'll just do this game, game grumps thing. You're just and like, have what? a have a good night, guys, and like, have a good year. And you're like, what? But I have work tomorrow. I'm like, no, you don't. And it's like, oh, but what about? And you're like, no, you're fired. It's all like, oh, okay. Don't, don't worry. Take that was more take a vacation. Blood, if you don't mind me asking, what did you do in New York? I did pre visualization on uh, c- commercials. Okay, so I don't kind know what that means. That sounds it, exciting and not totally. It's basically right like, now. it's like we we made a very rough, crappy 3D version of like a live action commercial, and then we and then the clients would take it away and show it to like a focus group in Kansas, and they'll be like, <laughs> yeah, or <laughs> no, and we and then they <laughs> either way they either... laughed because you're hilarious. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then obviously it... not hilarious enough. They. <laughs> they let him go on vacation all the time, and then, and then they, they still haven't called me back from a vacation. <laughs> That's what's weird. going on. And then, if the focus group likes it, then the and then the clients would be like, "Okay, let's shoot this for real," and then they would they would make it look nice and put it on TV. That's it. That's what. Why are you silent? That's it. That's all I did. <laughs> okay, so then you made the game room animated. Story's not good enough for me, poor. And then I made the game room animated, and I was how like, long? How long was it at? Did you get the response that uh, everyone liked it? Okay, how long does it take you to do an, a 3D animation like that, first of all? Um, well, I can't. I don't know how to guess the first one, because that was, like, over a weird amount of time. But the second one, and all of the game rooms after that, like, for a while, took me about two weeks. Hmm. Because I, I would do them and then post them on the same day two weeks later. Like, I would keep to the schedule. Okay. So. That's interesting that was- you set yourself a schedule with animation. Because I was literally just listening to a, uh, a podcast called uh, Toon, 
Toon Dorks or Toon Toon Nerds? Something uh, the like that. Frederator one. Yeah, and one uh, for Channel Frederator. Oh, oh, um, ew. It's it's not that great. But they had on the Sleepycast people, and they talked about how uh, on animation. <laughs> Wait, Adam. They didn't talk. They just argued on the entire. Oh thing. yeah, yeah. It was funny because like the 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 hosts are asking them questions and. As soon as, like, they mentioned, like, Mick, like, Rice Pirate Mick, uh, I mentioned in, like, a Google search that he did, and they just start shouting at each other for, like, three minutes, and it was, it was really funny. But, uh, they they mentioned at one point how Zamper has a rule where if you are guessing how long an animation is going to take you, double that time frame and then double it again, because that's how long it'll usually take (laughs) you to do something like that. I mean, it just, it just takes as long as it needs to take. I mean, Mm -hmm. I... I mean, those animations back then, I didn't, like, mean to make them two weeks. It's just I, I was working on one, and I'm like, oh, I think I could get this done by that time. Mm-hmm. And some of them were shorter. Like, I would finish before the deadline or whatever. I don't know. Not right. to mention, I think... with 3D, you got to reuse the character models. And... Oh, yeah, that that saves a heck of a load of time. Mm-hmm. I think it's that like... uh, setting a, a schedule for yourself is actually really important to these sort of things. Because it tells yeah. you... It lets you push yourself harder and harder each time. Yeah, and I mean, it it took it's taken me a while to actually like be able to guess how long a new project will take. Mm-hmm. Just because of I I wouldn't be able to guess back then, but now I'm like, okay, well, a character will usually take me this amount of time, and this much animation will take me this amount of time. So I think I could. I don't know. Uh, I mean, I've I've been wrong a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. We've we've spoken on Skype a few times. Yeah. Now, as far as the first one coming out, how long was it after you posted it that you got like the response from the, oh my God. the general audience? Well, I mean, okay, so before I even made that YouTube, I was not like aware that there was like a YouTube community. I guess I was just a I was a normal dude, being like yeah. I watched a vi- video on YouTube the other day. It's like that right. was that was it. So, like, as soon as I posted it, I started like getting subscribers, and I'm like. Oh no, oh no! <laughs> These people expect things from me. I can't do now. I got to like twelve, and I'm like, oh god, oh no! You got twelve uh, subscribers, and you freaked out. It was. I mean, that's Adam. People. I, you, you freak out over like every one when you have like. Close I know. To I love. I love anyone who listens to the podcast because you're special no, like, and you're my best friends and forever. Sorry, Caleb. He doesn't. Mean it, it scared me he so much because I'm like, these people are gonna be uh, wanting something from me now, and I don't know if I can make another one. I'm scared. It's scary, man. It is scary. I'll never lose faith in you, Porter. Don't. But worry. no, I mean, I loved the feedback. I guess because I, I think I, I think I posted it on the subreddit itself, and the comments I got, I was like, "Yay!" People were really excited, and I'm like, "This is great. I like it." So, like, would you say it took you maybe a few days for it to really like kind of hit, like hit, hit, knock it out of the park, as some might say? I, I think it was the first couple because that's that's when it got the most upvotes on Reddit, because then after a while it goes down. Mm-hmm. So right. I think it got most noticed the first couple days. Mm-hmm. And then it like slowly like died down, I guess. And then I posted the second one, and it got more more awareness. Mm-hmm. And then I think on the second one, John commented on it, which got a lot of push, which was cool. And what did John say? He said... Oh, oh you suck, man. It, it's not like I remember or anything. It's not like I have etched it into my brain. But, he hasn't uh, had it tattooed on his arm. 
looks yeah, down no. your wrist just uh. i don't know he just said he liked it he was like <laughs> oh that was really cool yeah. he's a ten out of ten i'm sorry and you've you've <laughs> met john and aaron before haven't you i have yes now comparing all right now in in comparison to like when you um were doing this stuff as a fan and then you actually got to do it kind of like kind of as partners like how does that like make you feel? As, yeah, what's like, the you know, what's creator? the transition it feels like to go from uh, fan of a series to kind of work relationship? It's freaky. It's like I don't know. Just like I mean, of course, like fan fan girly, like because ah, like it's gone from like me being a fan of Aaron Eager Raptors since I was like in high school or whatever mm-hmm. college to now like. I meet him and he's like, man, I love your stuff. And I'm like, no, no, wait, that's, it's back. That's backwards. <laughs> Stop I, it. Stop liking I, 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 I like your stuff. You're not, you can't, I'm not, no. You can't. <laughs> Stop noticing me, senpai. <laughs> Stop it. This can't it's just happen. Very, it's very, it's a very weird line. The other kohais are going to get jealous. I feel like I've crossed. <laughs> only the Vernon what? will like that joke. The kohais? Yeah, only Vernon's going to get that joke if he listens. I don't know if it does. I'll send it to him. <laughs> yeah. I'll make sure. Make sure he hears it. Um, yeah, well, yeah but starting to feel a bit dank in here. I mean, interviewing a lot of the people that we do, I it's very. I feel very lucky. I feel very lucky that I've been able to speak to you so much, Porter, because you know, I've been a fan of your work for many years. I mean, like the online all, anim- all two of them. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> many years. Meaning the ones that I remember. Meaning all two of them that I remember. Sad face. I was hoping to be like, but Adam, I've only been working for like six months. <laughs> I have a terrible sense of time. No, that's actually very true. I have a terrible sense of time. Even if someone's like, "Yeah, that took place in 2006," we'll be like, "Was that in 2004? Was that in 2002?" I don't remember. Like, like if you ask me, like, what time? When did the Nintendo 3DS come out? I would say like, uh, 2013, 2012. <laughs> I think. And it's like, no, it came out in like 2007. It's like, I, you're lying. Stop it. You are a liar. It did not come out in 2007. I had my DS Lite in 2007. I think it came out in 2009. I could be wrong. I think it was what, the DS? I think it what was DS? 2011, was it? bro. Yeah. The 3DS? See, I have terrible sense of time. I cannot... It's bad. But anyway, back to you. <laughs> um, all Porter, all where it time. Where it belongs. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Excuse me, Adam. I was talking about something important important so how about i don't want to bring this up frozen oh yeah frozen getting a, a sequel i hate <sighs> i hate everybody <laughs> I hate. look i'm gonna take the reins here for a second i was one of the few people i went and saw frozen with my friends the little sister wanted to go okay i had an excuse <laughs> i i walked out of the theater defending and i was like it's not oh bad. no it's not you know, bad it's Yes, it is. It's and, just not as bad no, as it, it is. Say. It is bad. And okay, hold today, on. No, I actually, want, okay, sorry. I'll hit. Go ahead. No. And today, I go. I go to my friend's house, and she's like, "Hey, there's a new Frozen song out," and I'm like, "Please don't." And she does, <laughs> and I cry and I listen to it, <laughs> and it's the worst Disney song I've ever heard in my life. Not only is it filled with the the, the coldest of Frozen dank memes, but it's just a bad song. So all the hope is gone. It. It's My sad when dead, people d- and I will no longer defend the movies that I like. It's sad when people like. describe uh, Frozen being a movie that reinvigorated Dis- Walt Disney's animation studios. Like that is a genuine problem to me. And I just no. No one said that no. since Chicken you Little. Said, the, the thing about Disney is they had it so well, and then 
when they ended the princess with the frog as being like the last 2D one, it made me very sad. Because they decided that they can only do one art style now and can't try to keep things the same or different, add things. They have to move yeah, completely. Yeah, rather unfortunate. And then everyone else decided to move, and now you're just getting a bunch of people making really bad 3D animations instead of just, you know, sound good. Uh, yeah, we hate 3D here. Yeah, we hate them completely. I'll just leave then. Okay, if bye. I, if I no, ever Porter, met don't a go. 3D artist in my life, <laughs> he slammed the door. I would tell him how much I hate what? him. What? what? Porter, what why do you hate Frozen? Because it's why bad. can't you let it go? It's poorly written. The character, the voice acting. Is Wait, bad. are you saying the, the plot that was written by a five-year-old is terrible? It wasn't was it written by a five-year-old? No, but it feels original? like it sometimes. Because it's based on a, a story called, I think, the Ice Queen. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. Wait, how Disney much they movies changed. aren't r- r- original. Since, I'm just saying since when that that I think the original <laughs> story was supposed to be better, and also like they were supposed to be. Uh, there's a word for it. Um, I, not Nordic, but not white. <laughs> <laughs> and that that's a thing also. And it was just it's just the writing was bad. The songs were bad. That the the that I the if villain I, if was I, if, if I may the twist was terrible. Yeah. We can talk it's about it. It's been long enough that everybody's seen it. But just, just I liked it when it was just Elsa's inner, you know, issues with her own powers being like the villain, and then they made it like, oh no, it's that guy. He's the villain. Hate him. Oh, it's boys. And it's, yeah, in general, it's just boys. I felt like I was watching like Powerpuff Girls again. It was honestly, but with Powerpuff I, Girls, I it was charming it. and cute because they were children. You're right though, and and a good. And that a is good true. Show. It was also a good show. They had good music. Powerpuff Girls or Frozen? Powerpuff Girls. <laughs> What's the difference? <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Caleb's getting fired. Or fear day. <laughs> oh, fear day. Uh, yeah. Speaking of shows that have very controversial opinions to them, uh, do you guys remember Firefly? No. Never saw it. Good. I remember the phone that your parents would get you because they didn't trust you with a phone with data and unlimited texting. I'm sorry. They only wanted you to call 911. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Mom and Dad. The Firefly phones that you got in like, the boxes of cereal. Wait, it was. I don't. Oh my god. You don't remember these things? They were really popular in like the early 2000s. Oh my god, I remember these now. Like only the really Whoa. nerdy kids had them. Yeah. Like, like, the, the, the kids that like the moms wanted to protect till like they die. It's, it's, I mean, you just said sucks. die. <laughs> just like, yeah, randomly. whoa, keep it, keep it PG. Hey. I didn't say it randomly. <laughs> Dude, kids aren't supposed to know about that yet. Chris, <laughs> oh come my on. god. My, my but anyway, that's why, that's why you get them pets. That show, uh, its fan base, as blinded as they may be, it's terrible, leaves that the show has ended oh. too early, and so do some of the actors on it, including Nathan Fillion and Alan Tudyk. I bet they do. And so they made a show <laughs> about what is. Did you say Alan Tudyk? <laughs> that's his name. <laughs> hey Chris Chris are you five stop acting five thanks thanks anyway um, no I'm sorry Continue. would you like to continue acting f- five years old and talk about how he has a funny last name or would you like to be serious I, I just have an inappropriate question anyway th- so they decided that they wanted to write a show about how they got f- they're no longer doing Firefly and doing conventions, and how... Are they doing Fear Day Fly Fear now? Day Fly, yes. <laughs> that was good, I like that. Um, it's about how 
they were co-stars in a series called a, a sci-fi series called Spectrum that was canceled and became a cult classic. Um, and one of them tours the sci-fi circuit as a guest of convention, comic book stores, and a lot of pop culture events. And it's basically based what they've had to deal with since Firefly's ended. And it's the only way that they can do this without getting sued for using Firefly or trying to get the series back, which isn't going to happen. Oh, well, good riddance anyway. Well, the the interesting thing is that, that they made 350% of their funding at this point. Oh, they it's, made a lot. It's been two days, I think. Oh, because Firefly... Three days. Uh, I'm sorry? It's Firefly was... It was injustice. It was not fair. Uh, it was it was ruined. Bad TV Clearly it was a good show. That Best was... show on TV. It was, it was TV shows it was one too day, good. bad card games with popular with, artists. With with eight with its eight terrible versions of Han Solo and oh, no. bland characters and terrible writing. I don't know, I've never actually seen I it. watched I just... all of it and I watched the movie Serenity, which a lot of fans don't want to watch. Next you're gonna tell me that a game about cats fishing is gonna get <laughs> please stop. Oh. I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I don't know, like you I, I was looking at the link. I do notice and... a lot of games have Oh, I'll get on. What were you saying? I I, I was uh, um so I was looking at the link for the the Nathan Fillion nonsense, and I I didn't know what it was. Nonsense Fillion, like, please. I just saw someone link it, and I was like, oh, it's Nathan Fillion. Why do I already have a bad taste in my mouth? And then I and then I saw their <laughs> their video, which was I didn't even watch it because I just saw that like the the like thumbnail or the the preview was was like. A feet at a, in a toilet, and I'm just like, okay, well, I'm not, I'm not um, watching this. Yeah, now, that's the so. teaser, and then there's the yep. one of them like sitting on a couch, looking awkward. Yeah, I was it's just like that's inviting. It. That makes me want to click on that video. I was literally done. I was just like checked out. You know how many people they have funding that campaign? A lot. Four thousand seven hundred twenty. Twenty thousand. Twenty thousand six hundred ninety. That's a lot of ninety now. Oh my god. 87, as far as I count. Man, that's 20,000 people with bad taste. <laughs> oh, snap. There's, they and they sold out of pretty much all of their top uh, funding things. Oh, wait, no, they added another one recently. And one Wasn't... and uh, someone bought the one of the four that they're offering. 1.5 million, holy crap. Was one of... I'll donate it wow. if I can go sing Captain Hammer song. You pay $25,000. <laughs> And you get to go and celebrate a belated birthday with one of the actors. A belated birthday? Because they... And it's not in your choice. You, you, you can't go to their real birthday, because you're not that important. <laughs> it's just Nathan sitting at a table. How much money do I have to donate to see Nathan Fillion's hammer? Uh, How much money do I have to donate to, to <laughs> go to Porter and give him a hug? Uh, well, if you go to MagFest, I'm pretty sure. How much money do I have to donate to go to sleep? All right, let's get to some fan topics because we haven't gotten to those yet. Uh, have you? Have any of you played Hyrule Warriors? Nope. Yes. The demo. Never mind. Let's talk about the other one then. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I like. I like Sia. She's cute. Oh yeah, she is cute. Uh, I like. I like whoever the blue-haired girl is. She's fun to play. Not as, as. cute. <laughs> I like playing as Link. I like the fan art about them. Whatever. Uh, Thanks for sending in your uh, question. Anyway, so... <laughs> Thank you, Caleb. Uh, this is just going nowhere. What, what, what's going on at this point? Uh, Lloydemus writes in, Hey guys, I'm a new listener to the podcast, so I'm not sure if you've covered this topic yet or not, 
but I've always wondered where A Link Between Worlds fits in in the official timeline. Nintendo says that it's a sequel to A Link to the Past, but inside Hyrule Castle, the game makes you read paintings that tell the story of how the Hero of Time was victorious, which means that it would have had to sit in the adult timeline somewhere. And then there's always the matter of the Majora's Mask hanging in Link's house. Keen to your thoughts on it if you choose to talk about it. Lloydimus. Oh my god. Um, it just takes place, honestly. Don't think about it too much. Enjoy the game. <laughs> well, for one, okay, for one, it's probably it's probably the one that Nintendo said. Yeah, and I mean, and the thing th- about Nintendo is that they change where things fall in the timeline as games go on, because things start to get moved around. I mean, they every t- every single game that's come out, I think Link to the Past, when that came out, they already had they were already starting to say like where things were going in the timeline. And now Zelda 2 is a direct sequel to Zelda 1. Now it's not that at all, and everything's weird and different. Um, Basically what we're saying is, if you're playing a game for the story, just go play Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. It doesn't get as linear as that. Remember, if you Kingdom listen to this, fan, If you one, listen to the three, podcast Twitter. and listen uh, and wait until the credits, uh, the, the credits song rolls, Chris is going to be sitting here telling you 20 minutes of Kingdom Hearts lore. I, I will. I will add them if we're going to put that in there. <laughs> oh my god, alright. <laughs> Speaking of game lore, don't don't base a game's timeline or canon on an Easter egg like a Majora's Mask. Just, yeah, that's a it's, little. It's it's just a thing in the. Uh. It's just a fun little thing that's like, hey, look, we did this game once. Yeah, like there's there's like Rob and something else in the new Majora's Mask 3D. Really? Yeah, there's at least a Rob and I think a. <sighs> Rob is canonically think... the hero. Yeah. Are you trying to Rob as in the robot? Yeah, uh, robot. No, just his, his his neighbor Rob. <laughs> yeah, it's just like in in like one of in one of the buildings. Hi, like Porter. Corner. Get out of my game. <laughs> Can I borrow some sugar? Who even asks that anymore, Rob? Who even asks that anymore? People who need sugar. <laughs> I am your neighbor. Shake it, shake it, <laughs> shake it real good. <laughs> yes. Rob is the name of the pizza delivery guy that messed up my order. Sorry, Caleb. <laughs> I wonder if it's him. Dang you, Rob. I'm gonna hunt him down. Don't act like I haven't forgotten Rob. <laughs> I'll never forget Rob. I have the receipt. <laughs> well, remember I told you you can pay $25,000 to celebrate Alan Tudyk's and Nathan Villian's belated birthday? Did if you're missing whatever. If you're missing $3,500, but you still want to get something incredibly expensive, you can pay 20, $21,500 US dollars for a life-size mo- uh, statue of the Hulkbuster from the new Avengers film. Nah, I'm good. Thanks, though, Adam. It stands at 9 feet and 10 inches tall. No, Is that life-size? Did you say life-size? Yes. That's, that's Almost kinda... 10 feet tall. Almost a full story in height. Can I get in it? <laughs> it's not that tall. No. Then I'm not interested. <laughs> <laughs> you need an Iron Man suit to control it, though, <laughs> You need to buy the Iron Man suit for it to stand upright. Look, I didn't know if there was a combo And put combo it inside. <laughs> I'll put the Iron Man suit DLC. There's a, like, when the guy's delivering the, the actual statue, the delivery man, there's a little checks box that says, would you like to purchase Hulkbuster DLC Iron Man suit inside? <laughs> so what, you said $21,000? Yes, $21,500 for a, a giant statue of the Hulkbuster. I feel like that should be more expensive. Is it in full color, or is it just like a bronze statue or something? It's full color. It looks oh. amazing. Ooh. I mean, can like... You can you pose it? No. <laughs> Why not? If it had movable joints, I'm sure it'd be a lot more expensive. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I just can't imagine someone paying for this other than like a comic shop. I mean, I used to go to a comic shop uh, down in South Florida called Tate's that had a full-size uh, Hulk statue. They have more now. And and oh, really? Yes. They've gotten it's more. Scary. It's scary. They had an Iron Man one. They've had a bunch of like prop pieces from like Judge Dredd and stuff and uh, Alien, but Judge Judy. Yeah, Judge Judy. They have pro- okay. they just have Judge Judy working the cashier. That's good. Cash register. She criticizes your purchases in comic books. <laughs> Young <laughs> Justice. More like no thanks. Just throws in the trash. Young Justice was great. I liked you better as a judge. <laughs> good thing I was never a judge. Speaking of dirty things, and I want to get back more into this. Uh, Star Wars. Because I didn't get to say the news that came out for this week for Star Wars. I'm 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 really excited about uh, this actually. Ryan Johnson uh, has been uh, announced to write and direct Episode Eight. He's famous for and nine and nine and nine. I'm sorry. Yeah, he's also credited with on his IMDb page as nine as well. Wait, what's oh, that he's doing news? nine as well. Really? Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Which makes me worried because that means they're not doing J.J. Abrams again, which means that they're not confident with what J.J. Abrams did with Episode well, 7. That's Maybe not why. It's, he, he, didn't, he didn't agree to do the other two because he wants to also do other things. Oh, okay. But, I mean, what he's doing with this one now, I, I kind of think But let me explain what Ryan Johnson, where you may know him from. Uh, he did a, a sci-fi a movie called Looper. He also did the, if oh. any of you watched Breaking Bad, uh, he oh. did the Ozymandias episode, which is... As some people say, the best episode in the entire series, including the show's creator. Yeah, uh, he did three other. He did two other episodes, I think, beyond that. Yeah, yeah, he and did three he also, episodes, but that was the. He also did this really good movie called The Brothers Bloom. I think it was probably one of the best films. What's that about? Um, Brothers. Con Men. Oh, okay. Look it up. Yeah, but it's really good. it has a who plays the Hulk in the Avengers? Mark Ruffalo. Yeah, Mark Ruffalo's in it. So is the guy from um, Mark Buffalo Wings. Grand Budapest Hotel, who's very skinny, slender man. Slender man. The nose. He was he was he was in that remake of King Kong. Mm-hmm. You know oh, um, Pete, uh, who? No. I'll, I'll I'll tell you his name in just a second. You guys remember <laughs> that King Kong remake? It was bad. Uh, it what, was Jack Black. Yes. Yeah. Yep. He wasn't Actually, playing a guitar. His, his name's Ad- Adrian Brody. That's Adrian Brody. I love him. He was in the yeah. pianist. Don't watch that if you're. If you don't want to be sad, he's yeah, very... but like, um, I have a lot of faith in in Brian Johnson. Oh so yeah, yeah. I I mean, I look forward to what he has to do. Yeah, what he's doing. And there's also um the the first standalone film that was announced, which is Rogue One. Um, which so it's probably going to be about uh, squadron fighters in this in the uh, the, in the Star Wars the, universe. They already have one cast role. Like uh, they've cast, I think Felicity two... Jones. Yes, she was in um. The Theory of Everything, she played uh, Mr. Hawking's wife. I forgot her name in the movie, or her name in real life, actually. I think it was in the title. In The Theory no, of no. Everything, she's the first person that has announced this character. No, be- yeah, I'm trying to think of her na- her you know. Jane character. and Stephen Hawking, yeah. Yes, Jane. That's, that's, that's her. Anyways, yeah. So I look forward to that. It might be a female protagonist movie, but I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. It'll oh, be, be cool. fine. I'm... Yeah, they said it might be based off of yeah. one of the comic books of the one of the pilots that helps Leia um, fight through some yeah. series. And I mean, with film. Star Wars in the past, and I mean, if you've ever in- been interested in the book series, 
a lot of people attest that how good these spin-offs of Star Wars tend to be. Uh, Knights of the Old Republic being the one that I talk about a lot. It um, is by far the probably not, if not the best spinoff. Mm-hmm. It uh, it is the best spinoff. Yeah. <laughs> it deserves it deserves more media made from it. Honestly. Porter, Games are you a Star are Wars enough. fan? I like Star Wars. Do you like? I like when way? I like when um, the the Jedi guy blows up the Death Star. I like when they get the swords out and they go whoosh whoosh whoosh. <laughs> the Jedi guy. He's not even a full-fledged Jedi when he blows up the Death Star. Exactly, because Star Wars was never about Jedi. Then he gets Jedi. his Jedi badge. Dank. So dank. <laughs> like my soul. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. But Star- if I, I really hope they, they include some sort of Boba Fett in these, Boba in Fett these spinoffs. His, Boba Fett, his redneck the, cousin. Bubba Fett. I thought he was getting his own movie. He should. Eh. <laughs> I mean, uh, what do you mean, eh? But eh. Canonically, he's he's kind of lame. <laughs> he is not lame. Yeah. He's the most dangerous bounty hunter eh. to ever live. He, he's he's either gonna just I don't know. They're gonna. <sighs> they kind of they kind of omitted all the books, so everything he's done that was cool has kind of been omitted as well. Star- not really. Oh, so you think he's still dead in the Sarlacc pit? Even though in the books he climbed out. Star Wars. <laughs> Star Wars. These Star are the Star Wars. That joke is old. Star Wars. Video games. <laughs> Zelda. Caleb, did you see any good t- Kickstarters recently that you wanted to talk about? Nah, I'm good, bro. Alright then. <laughs> Just thought I'd ask. Might as well talk about this then since we're getting that time where we should start wrapping up anyway. Uh, Uncharted 4 Thief's End has been delayed to spring 2016. Oh no! Darn it! I actually really you know do what? like Uncharted a lot. You know uh, what's better than Uncharted though? Jack and Daxter. Everything. <laughs> wow. I played the third Uncharted without playing the first two, and I was really confused. I like the third one. Did it, did it have aliens? No. Did um, it have ghosts? No. No, you're thinking of Call did, of Duty. Did it have? Hey. Did it? Did it? Did it? Didn't have some kind of like weird spiritual. Uh, no, it had two? ancient temples. No, that's just the spiritual experience you went on while playing the game. I guess so. Gosh. Yeah. I beat it. I remember that. Oh, I think I know your thing. There's a scene where they get drugged. Oh, uh, that's probably. Uh, that's what. Oh, we're welcome Tim Allen to our shrooms. podcast. What? I said, welcome Tim Allen to our podcast. <laughs> he was secretly the guest the whole time. Tim Allen's the guest the whole time. Secretly the guest. Mm-hmm. But he was secretly ready for everything. I don't know. I mean, I'm kind of glad seeing that uh, there's a delay in this game because a lot of games get pushed forward as of late as opposed to being pushed back. Uh, they push back GTA Five for the PC at least 20 times now. <laughs> so yeah, I, I don't mean, know if I can agree with that entirely. Well, I mean, when you have like a game like Assassin's Creed, which has pushed it, which pushed its schedule up very quickly and makes things come out within a year of being developed and then it comes out with all these bugs and people are just complaining like yeah we just didn't have enough time to work on anything i'm glad that they're saying they basically came out and say for said for uncharted 4 they didn't well, have when the... you're the when you're the console's third exclusive game and you also made the last of us you probably should start doing a better job so i'm glad to see that they are yeah well they they said that this game deserved a little bit more attention and 
it deserved. Yeah, it's the fourth in a franchise. Yeah, they said that the Nathan uh, Drake was very important to them as a character, and that the series is very important to them, and it's very important to Sony and PlayStation as a whole because it's very identifying to the overall product of. Because it's the only exclusive they've got. Pretty much. No, not, Bloodborne. Don't, don't say that. Bloodborne. Have you been following yeah. Bloodborne, Caleb? I have. I'm excited. Bloodborne. Can you explain what Bloodborne is for those who are listening? Dark Souls. Bloodborne is Dark Souls, Dark Souls. but faster Dark Souls. <laughs> Did you not like blocking in Dark Souls? Well, Timmy, because Bloodborne looks like you're going to be sidestepping more than anything else. That sounds good to me. If it's good. What was that game, Scalebound? Remember seeing that? Scalebound? Yeah. Platinum's new game? Yeah. Xbox One. I don't know. I remember seeing about it at E3 and then not seeing anything about it since. Yeah, they announced it. They haven't really shown anything about it. <laughs> it's just being worked on. There's a guy wearing headphones. Yeah. That's, that's, that's about it. Devil May Cry. <laughs> exactly. That's what I thought of when I saw it. Oh, cool. Devil May Cry with dragons. Oh, did uh, you guys see the... There was a Reddit what? post about uh, the Devil May Cry Definitive Edition. Uh-huh. And it was a side-by-side of the PS4 box art and the Xbox One box art. The only difference was the PS4 box art said only on PlayStation. <laughs> nice, dude. Uh, I'll, doing I'll, well, what else are you going to play a PS4 game on? <laughs> <laughs> Why is this Honestly. Nintendo 3DS game going into my PlayStation? I'm so happy that that Definitive Edition exists because it just proves that everyone was right. I Okay, <laughs> about Definitive Editions and things like that, I, rem- I forget who I was talking to recently, but they said, I want to get this game really badly... But I know that I'm going to have to... I think it was Jake, actually, who said that he wants to get the game really badly, uh, Little Big Planet 3. But yeah. he knows that in a few months, they're going to release the Game of the Year edition or, like, Definitive all Edition or Redux or whatever. Well, the thing with, the and thing it's going to have all the DLC edition. content, and it's going to also cost $10 less. Adam, yeah. Adam the only the only difference is was um, with Devil May Cry is that it came out on, like, the cusp right before the PS4 came out. And so it, it's kind of like the same thing with, like, The Last of Us. Not really. And, um, I think it was two years before the new consoles no. came out. It, no, it came out one year before. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, like, that's why they, they're making all these reduxes, because, like, people just got the game, and they're already releasing all this, like, other content, so they want people to keep playing the game. Mm-hmm. It's the same reason why they made the, um, uh, like, the Ultimate Evil Edition of Injustice, and they, they put, like, all everything together for the PS4. Well, I mean, a year they made later. the Devil May Cry thing because the game was, like, fundamentally broken and they had to make it not it garbage. Was, right, and they wanted to put a 1080p at 60 frames a second. Well, like, they, they actually could... reworked a lot of issues the game had. Oh, I like, mean... a lot of stuff. They yes. pulled out cutscenes, they, uh, like, reshot some stuff, and, like, a lot I'm, of the game... I, I feel like that's things. because the PS4 can handle all that compared no, to, like, the PS3. No, it actually has zero to do with it. It's actually because they were just idiots and made a bad game the first time. Oh, I, I don't know. I feel like uh, console uh, limitations are very, you know, they they, they they kind of say like, hey, this we, we can do and we can't do. So Okay. You're wrong, but okay. <laughs> no, I, 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 don't, I don't I'm not wrong. Maybe it doesn't apply for everything, but I think for a lot of things it applies. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, guys. Well, before we before we head out, I wanted to say one more thing. Uh, I found a video recently, and it's been trending online, of uh, Robert Downey Jr. giving a seven-year-old a, a bionic uh, Iron Man arm. Because I saw that this today. It was very sweet. That was um, awful nice of Disney. Yeah, it's it's. <laughs> I mean, it's. Uh, I think it was it was made by uh, 
Robert Downey Jr. teamed up with Albert Monero, a yes, Fulbright yes, scholar and doctoral <laughs> student. I mean, it's it means good that they didn't say anything bad about it. Um, he's actually a uh, he's a mechanical engineering student at UCF. So sure, he's gonna suck if that kid hates Iron Man. Orlando, um, and it cost four hundred fifty dollars, which is crazy because usually these sort of limbs cost forty thousand uh, dollars. He did it using three uh, D printing. And you know, there's actually a guy that um. He released like schematics for like a free, like a free like modeled arm and stuff like that. So like to help like make these things cheaper to make it like open source. And I thought that was nice of this guy too. Where did I see this article? I'm sorry. Are you talking about? Are you talking about? Uh, I mean, it might be Limitless Solution is the company that this guy is involved in. The the, the guy's like really young. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's, like and he's a... I think he just turned like 20 or 21. Yeah. What a world we live in where we can print body parts, but games are still bad. (laughs) Oh, Caleb, you have opinions. And on that note, I think it's time that we should go. Uh, I want to thank you guys for joining us. This was a a fun episode to do. It was a little shorter than usual, but uh, it's kind of late. We had to start a little bit later to accommodate everyone's schedule. My bad. It's all right, Porter. We're we're glad to have waited for you. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, If you have any sort of theme theme song uh, submissions, topics, anything like that, be sure to send this to us at ZeldaInformerPodcast at gmail.com. That's ZeldaInformerPodcast at gmail.com. This outro theme is once again brought to you by Husky by the Geek. Follow him down below, like his stuff, subscribe to him on YouTube. You can find Porter as Esquire Bob on YouTube. Love his stuff, share it, watch it, cry, laugh. He's, he's one of my favorite to people. Don't go to Twitter.com, KingdomHeartsFan123. Share the podcast with your friends, obviously, because, you know, every share helps. Um... Thanks so much for joining us. Uh, bye bye, guys. guys. Bye. Thanks for flying. Bye bye. My sanctuary. My sanctuary. This episode was pretty simple and clean. Uh, Caleb? Adam? Are you a sleepy sheepy? We're not on speaking terms. Oh, I'm going to burn okay. your email. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Ready, guys? The order for this week is going to be Chris, Caleb, and then Porter. What you're going to do is you're going to do a little introduction. All righty. Uh, Caleb and Chris, obviously, you don't have to do a long one. Porter, you can do your lo- as long one that you really desire. Don't make it over my, like 17 minutes or anything. What, my plug? 
be like, hey, my name is Porter, and I go by Esquire Bob, that sort of thing. I do this, you can check out my animations at blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I mean, you, you can, can check them out my Naruto MVs at... You can, you can say, like, check out my stuff at, at the end, but I mean, just introduce yourself and who you uh, are. So just at the beginning, just, like, name. Po- yeah. My name, yeah. Name, and, name, and what my name is Porter. Okay. You can check out my anime AMVs at, uh, <laughs> at uh, Shura King uh, sure. 4748. My favorite one's my Sasuke one with uh, Linkin Park. Oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking. 